Hi, and welcome to episode 70 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Aberbach, CEO and publisher at iPhone Life. And I'm Connor Carey, feature web writer at iPhone Life. Each week we bring to you the best apps, top tips, and great gear in the iOS world. And today we have a special theme. Connor and David are going to be duking it out. Battling it out. (laughs) Yes, over uh, whether Apple Music or Spotify is the superior music streaming service. So you'll have to find out later in this episode (laughs) (laughs) who wins. You guys will be weighing in and helping us decide, maybe. So... (laughs) um, So first, before we jump into the episode, we want to tell you about our first sponsor. David will be taking it away, and that's Matthias. Yeah, so Matthias makes keyboards, and they make amazing keyboards. And one of the things I love about our sponsorship program is we bring in people who are really passionate about their products and really focus on really specific products. So what makes Matthias's keyboards great is a number of things. Number one, it's cheaper than Apple's Bluetooth keyboard. Number two, they have a backlit version of it. Uh, it lasts. The battery lasts longer than Apple's wireless keyboard. Way longer. Way longer. So Apple's wireless keyboard, I think it lasts either three or four months. Matthias's lasts up to a year. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. And they what they did, which was really clever. Let me pull it out, actually. I have it right here. I'll <laughs> hold it up for you guys. Is they had two separate batteries. They have a battery for the backlighting and a battery for the keyboard. And what that does is, because backlighting tends to use a lot of battery, the backlighting battery lasts about 24 hours. So if you're going on a trip, you know you're going to use in the dark, you charge it. But if the backlighting battery runs out, you can still continue to use your keyboard for the whole year. Um, I love that. It comes in several different colors. They they match the uh, Mac line. It also syncs with up to four devices, which yeah, and it, you can switch with just like a button. Yeah. Um, so switches. So you can sync it with your iPhone, your iPad, and your computer. Switch back and forth, which is something that Apple's keyboard doesn't do. Uh, so really great. Um, I really I recommend this to everyone. My parents asked me for a keyboard. It was funny because I told them about it. He misheard me. Ended up getting a different keyboard, <laughs> and it was like this plastic piece of junk, and it's oh, like no. it was terrible. So it really matters. Quality yeah. really matters. It's still affordable. So make sure you check it out. Uh, Connor actually uses this as her daily keyboard. If yeah. you want to tell us a little bit about your experience with it, I really love it. I don't see as far as like typing on it. I don't feel a big difference between Apple's and the Matthias mm-hmm. keyboard, and I I just generally like that it has the number pad. Not that I personally use it a lot, but I I just like having access to every single key, and it has all of my Mac friendly. Um, Function keys. I use the numeric keypad constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. David does lots of spreadsheets, so he would. (laughs) But also being able to switch, just like pressing one of these buttons to switch straight to your uh, iPhone is really nice. Everything else is cross-connected. Why wouldn't your keyboard be able to do that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, Matthias, check it out. We can put away the keyboard now. (laughs) Um, All right. So one thing we wanted to tell you, and we mentioned this last episode, is now you can find the video version of our podcast through the podcasts app on your iPhone before we just had it in our blog posts. And so now you can either listen to the audio version of our podcast through the podcasts app when you search for iPhone Life Podcast, or if you want the video version, Type in iPhone Life video podcast and you'll find the video version. So uh, check that out. 
And, and as always, you can still watch it online at iPhoneLife.com mm-hmm. slash podcast. And if you're on a computer, it is the best way to view it because we do have a transcript there. And we also link to a lot of the products that we discuss and articles for tips and things like that. So yeah. always make sure you check it out if you are on your computer. Yeah. Um, we want to share with you our tip of the week. As many of you know, we have a weekly, we have a daily um <laughs> Sorry. As you know, we have a daily newsletter called the Tip of the Day Newsletter. We have Connor here as uh, one of our hosts this week. She writes the tips every day. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips and sign up, you'll get one tip sent to your inbox every day that teaches you something you can do with your iPhone that's really fast and easy. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, on Saturdays, we just added a new thing where we send uh, an app suggestion to you yes. and it's probably an app you haven't tried before and Connor will also tell you how to get the most out of that app as well so and if you have an app that you think I should feature let us know podcast at iphonelife.com because yes. I could always use your help <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Connor's extra busy so the tip we want to share with you this week is how to use Apple Maps AR flyover mode with iOS 11 yeah. so I mean, if you guys are tuned in enough to Apple where you watched the Worldwide Developers Conference, Apple's been making a big deal about augmented reality and how their new devices support it. I mean, all all of Apple devices support ARKit, which Apple just came out with. Mm -hmm. Um, But now different apps are starting to incorporate these capabilities. For those of you who don't know what augmented reality is, this is if you ever played Pokemon Go, it's (laughs) this is an example of augmented reality where there's a digital image being imposed in the real world so you look through your camera viewfinder and you see these pokemon characters running around Mm -hmm. that's augmented reality (laughs) so now apple maps has a sneaky little augmented reality feature baked into it with flyover and this is a feature that's already been there for a while where in major cities you can go it's like when you type in a city in the search field in maps and you have the option to get directions next to that if it's available, you'll see flyover, enter flyover as an option. And if you tap that, now in these cities, you have an augmented reality feature where when you tilt and shift your phone, that allows you to like scan the horizon and you can, you know, still use your fingers to zoom in and out. But um, Apple is now using the positioning of your phone and using AR kit in order to allow you to have a more immersive flyover experience. So I tried this out with New York City, and it was it's like really cool. Flyover is really cool. cool. I agree, it's fun. I'm not sure how like that description. Feel free to jump on in. Is there? Let me ask this: Is there a cool use case for flyover? I know it's fun to do. It's fun to get a feeling for what a city is. But is there like useful for like navigating in any way? What's really funny is um, whenever I go on any kind of trip, my dad will always be like. Where are you? What's your address? Where you're staying? What are you doing? And he'll go into flyover and like no. zoom in and he'll be like, no. oh, I see that there's this store around the corner no. from where you live and there's a, a palm tree out front. <laughs> you know so, way more than I ever knew. That's a really practical okay. use for flyover. I don't do that with flyover. <laughs> yeah, it's just stalker parents. I don't do that with flyover, but whenever my girlfriend travels, I have her send me... <laughs> Of course. Her coordinates. Her coordinates. And then I research restaurants that she should try. <laughs> oh, Because I'm like I, like, I like to travel vicariously. I'm like, you have to try this restaurant. Yeah, I think that's what it is with my dad, too. That's it's just, so funny. And I think, you know, he's used flyover in the cities it supports, but you can also use Google Google Earth 
Mm-hmm. Has pretty mm-hmm. has pretty good stalking capabilities as well. <laughs> not that we recommend or condone any of that behavior. Just no. To be clear, Except restaurant recommendations. Hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. David's behavior is borderline. <laughs> so go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips to sign up for the tip of the day newsletter. Um, and we are pretty confident you will not regret it. <laughs> this week, we do not have an insider question. Um, that is because we don't have Sarah here with us who answers all of our insider questions, but we do want to do a quick plug for iPhone Life Insider. If you're not signed up, this is our premium subscription. Daily Tips is totally free, so definitely sign up for that see how you like it. But our premium subscription, you get a video version of all of our daily tips, as well as comprehensive guides. So if you have a new Apple device, an iPhone, iPad, or Apple TV, something like that, and you just feel like you might not be getting, like you aren't sure how to set it up, aren't sure all of the features it has, when you're an insider, you get complete guides that walk you through how to get the most out of that device. And so that's, you know, if you're really looking for comprehensive um, material on iOS, you'll want an insider subscription. And you also get to ask our lovely editors questions as they come arise and we'll help you get through them. Um, and there's you also get a digital subscription to the magazine. So check out iphonelife.com slash insider to sign up for that. Now we're going to get into our complaints and learning segment of the podcast where we tell you either something new we discovered or something that's been bugging us this week. What do you guys have for us? Go ahead, David. (laughs) All right. Well, this is a kind of a longstanding complaint, but I discovered a new reason why it's annoying. (laughs) So Apple has only allows one login per device, Uh, whereas a lot of Android phones allow multiple logins. It's really useful to have multiple logins for, say, if you have children who want to use your phone yeah. Yeah. and you don't want them accessing everything, you don't necessarily want them to be able to download apps or things. Uh, and so it's a really annoying thing that we've complained about here for a while. Now, a new reason why it's annoying that I've discovered is that's particularly annoying on Apple TV, where oh, you can wow. only have yeah. one person logged in at a time. And so for all of those things like Netflix or Hulu or Oh, the, here here's why it's particularly bad too. You can access photos. So like, wait, but oh, Apple TV does have right. multiple account options. They do. You can yeah. switch. Yeah. Wow. So this is turning into <laughs> a thing I learned. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's still not the most I would say user friendly experience ever. But you can go into settings on Apple TV and switch users okay that you're logged in with Hmm. and you can i i believe i did an apple tv guide and this was a while ago so i'd have to check the exact procedure for it but i think it involves logging in with your own apple id Mm -hmm. um under that area and then you can have you'll have your own collection of media photos all that stuff okay so it is possible with apple tv great well my (laughs) original complaint still stands and it does it's a complaint and a learning perfect yeah i mean i feel like especially with the ipad i feel like a lot of people have that as a family device yeah and being able to like to be able to switch users just makes so much sense and you can do that you know you know apple can make that possible because they do it with their mac os yeah well and as everything's gotten more integrated it's gotten more and more annoying things like text messages photos those those are things you don't want to share across your family no yeah (laughs) yeah i totally agree with that um mine's i have a complaint also this time it seems like this happens a lot but um we complain more than we learn unfortunately yeah that's um 
I've been noticing that Apple uses has separated apps out for things that I don't think it needs to. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. calendar and reminders is a really good example of that. There are third-party apps out there that really pride themselves on the fact that they bring those things together, right. like Fantastical is an example. Um, One of our sponsors, Informant, also does that exact thing. They bring them together, and it's really useful. Yeah. Right, and, and so Apple, on the other hand, has split them out into two separate apps, which... I think it confuses people a lot. They think they either need to use reminders or a calendar. They kind of become like in one or another camp when really like they're both useful features for different circumstances. And it would be nice just to be able to take care of your schedule in one place. Mm -hmm. Um, Another example is with the Apple Watch. Why does Apple have an activity app and then also a workouts app and like different things that it's like you just want to go to one place to handle your fitness and then a separate health app where it's like what? It just seems to me like really unnecessarily complicating It's redundant. Things. Like just mm-hmm. put it all together, please. Yeah. Yeah. Like handle your schedule in one place and handle your fitness in one place. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my complaint. <laughs> all right, Connor, what you got for us? I got some learning. Okay. So this is, okay. So if you've ever had grid on iPhone, you just go to settings, camera, turn on grid. Mm-hmm then that's it's really great for taking photos but there's this new part in grid if you have it on where if you've ever heard of like flat lays or if you're trying to take a bird's Mm -mm. eye view of something so a flat lay is like let's say i have a bunch of really neat stuff on this table and i want to take a perfect straight up and down shot of Uh it well right like without the grid it's kind of easy to accidentally you know uh not get it even with the table but now there's a little plus sign that shows up right at the center of grid when you hold your phone down. And if you line it up, it'll like make sure that it's perfectly flat with the table. Cool. Very cool. It is really cool. That it like you're not gonna get weird angles, it's not gonna mess up your shot. It's just like a perfect flat surface that and you've you, taken a shot of. You get this only when you have grid enabled. Correct. And is grid is the point of that to like help you have a more artistic composition? Like you can see your thirds more easily, or why would you have grid enabled? Um, that is a, definitely a major reason. We have an article we can link about the rule of thirds, and generally you want your like horizon line to be on one of the lines of the grid, mm-hmm. and you uh, want most of your objects to either be like right on the line or right over the line, or all these fancy things, but I generally just use it to make sure that all the components that I want in a shot are there. Mm-hmm. Right. The, I've heard that before. Like you don't want your horizon to be crooked. Like right. Okay. So that's yeah. And, that and, would help with that. And you tend to want to like like Connor's saying. You tend to want to put the main subject matter e- either in not in the center uh, right center area, but in one of the other two exactly. Thirds. Right. Uh, And for the this grid, it sounds for the table grid. That sounds really useful for scanning documents and taking photos of like. uh, I know. I know you can now scan documents with iOS 11, which is cool. And and it actually will will straighten it for you, even if you did take it at a funky angle, which is really nice. That's probably a better way to go about it then. (laughs) Yeah, but it's still. I mean, I think the better the original picture is, still the better your scan and the more legible it will be. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for complaints and learning. Uh, we want to tell you about our second sponsor for this episode before we get into the big debate. Bom, bom, bom. <laughs> so our second sponsor is Skosh. Uh, either of you guys can jump in here. <laughs> yeah, well, we have Connor here who does all the premium reviews, so I'll let her jump in too in a second. But 
So the new iPhones, both iPhone 8 and the iPhone 10, now have wireless charging. Uh, but Apple didn't come out with any solutions. But what they did do is they made them Qi compatible. Are we deciding to say Qi compatible? Sure. Yeah. We're deciding to say Qi compatible. So <laughs> what that means is... The, QI is the way it's spelled. Yeah. So. And they basically have an industry standard for, yeah. uh, for basically wireless charging mats. Skosh has a, gr- a bunch of great solutions for wireless charging. And what they do is they combine magnetic uh, stick sticking with charging. So what you do is you can just very quickly dock it on their, on their devices, and they will charge at the same time. And they have one for the home, and they mm. have one for the car. Yes. And so it's really awesome because you don't have to, like, have a dock at home where you have to worry about getting it to work. You just stick it right on you get in the car and it's you can use it as if you're wanting to if you don't have apple uh carplay you can use it as see the screen to navigate things like that and it's really awesome yeah i really like it because it is a mount that charges so you can angle it at different angles Mm -hmm. or one of the big things to me with wireless charging is it has to lay flat on all of these charging pads. But with the mount that charges, it can still be facing you. Yeah, exactly. You can still use it, and like it just doesn't interrupt your workflow in the same way. How does it stick? Do you have to have a special case on, or how does that work? You don't need a special case. It actually, they include a non-magnetic backing that you can either put on the outside of your phone, on the outside of your case, or if you don't want to attach it to anything, you can put it between the case and mm-hmm. the phone, which is my favorite solution. Uh, so you don't have anything like any sticky stuff exactly. on your phone. You don't have to do that. If you yeah. have a case, and most people should have a case, you can just put it either on the back of the case or in between the phone and the case, exactly. and then it works really well. That's yeah. cool, too, because I know that people are concerned about their cases and will it interfere with wireless charging, but it's nice to know like that Skosh has created something that both – like you can use as a mount, mm-hmm. but it's also clearly not going to interrupt wireless charging because it's a wireless charger too. Right. It, it's a really great solution. If you want to check it out, Skosh is hard to spell. S-C-O-S-C-H-E. Did I get that right? Okay, Skosh.com. We will also link to it at iPhoneLife.com slash podcast. David's like, I didn't know this was a spelling bee, but... But I'm like, no one's going to find it if I don't try to spell it yet. Uh. Do we have any favorite apps and gear this week that you guys would like to share? I have uh, a new pair of headphones, or rather earbuds, that I just got this week from I Am, like I.am, which is, I think, Will I Am's company. Oh, yeah, it audio. is. It is. Mm. Okay. And I got their buttons, and I really, really like them. And what are they? They're, they're earbuds that are wireless, and they have like this nice. Um, large circle on the outside that makes it look like they're huge, but they're actually perfect for your ear. Um, And it just, you know, loops around the back of your neck. You put them in, and the sound quality has been really phenomenal. Um, Their battery life could be better, but I hear that they're coming out with a new one soon, Mm. so I feel like they'll improve on that. Um, you can get it to match your phone. I got the rose gold. And they <laughs> magnetize together. So oh, like cool. you can wear it around the neck if you need to put them down. Oh, I just, nice. I really like them. Cool. Well, I feel like this is a good time for me to brag about my new AirPods. Oh. Yes. Tell us. So I've been eyeing AirPods for a while, which, you know, <laughs> if you don't know, are Apple's latest wireless earbuds. And um, 
I love them, first of all. I I feel like for a while I've been complaining about having to deal with the lightning port on my phone and then the headphone jack on my Mm -hmm. laptop because I switch back and forth between listening to things on both of those devices a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, both at work and when I'm traveling, and it's really annoying to have to have two things on hand. Um, So my AirPods are also so easy to switch between devices, Mm. and the battery life has been good. I... I uh, got them like more than a week ago and I haven't had to recharge them yet. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Um, and the sound quality has been really good, really good for music. But actually, when I was listening to our podcast over them, it didn't sound very good. So that was a little weird. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> for the record. Then, and I switched to other ear. AirPods it and it better. sounded really okay. good so it wasn't it wasn't us, us. Okay. it was them we have put a lot of time and energy into improving our sound quality over the last <laughs> month so if you all want to send us an email and let us know how we're doing we'd appreciate that yeah. Yeah. hopefully we're doing better because we worked really hard on this that's why I'm highly offended uh, <laughs> podcast at iphonelife.com yeah so overall I would say the AirPods um, I highly recommend they are kind of expensive they're a little over 150 and um they don't have a lot of like I was kind of thinking that there would be more controls that like if you take one of your airpods out that pauses the music and that's really nice and you can tap the ear to um to get Siri and then you can say things like turn up the volume or turn down the volume Mm -hmm. but I'd like to be able to do like a lot of these things now if you swipe down on the ear it'll lower the volume and swipe up and it'll raise and I wish there was a little bit more like manual controls on there Mm -hmm. Um, so that's probably the only thing I would say if that's important to you then I wouldn't get them but in terms of just like having them be something that's super convenient and pairs really easily and has good sound quality. They've been really good. Very cool. Yeah, I, I've been really curious about them. And they're honestly not that expensive relative to other Bluetooth earbuds. I they're was about the that same too. price range. Yeah. And those earbuds are, buds are often a pain to sync. And that does make, make them tempting, the AirPods. Yeah. Uh, now, what do you think? Were these ones that you have good for working out? Yes. They, uh, okay. they included this... a lot of um, add ons that you could like pop it on so you had a wing in it. Oh, okay. Because the AirPods don't have a wing. You can also get third-party stuff. One of our sponsors, GoBuddy, has has, yeah. has like a wing that you can attach, and it's like less than $10 to yeah. buy. So um, I'm going to try that out this I'll, week, and I'll let you guys know. I'll stick with the same theme here, guys. Because mm-hmm. I, I wrote the um, headphone review in our buyer's guide, which is out now. All right. Uh, and one pair of wireless earbuds that are really well reviewed and I really enjoyed them as well is Jabra's earbuds and they're perfect for working out they're wireless uh they actually measure your heart rate while you're running which is super cool I love Jabra uh and just really solid sound quality sticks in your ears well really high quality affordable uh wireless earbuds have you tried the same pair I don't know if it's the same pair but my first year and a half that I worked here I tried multiple Jabra mm-hmm. and every single one like regardless of the price point I was really impressed they make they cool. they make really high quality audio for affordable prices I, I, I'm impressed by they Jabra do. as They're, well their um, headphones yeah. Donna really likes mm-hmm. too because I turned you on to yeah, them yeah. they're lightweight they don't hurt your ears and they're not too expensive mm-hmm. yeah I feel I really like those because most big headphones give me a headache and these ones don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's the moment you guys have been waiting for. <laughs> we have our showdown, Apple Music versus Spotify. <laughs> so I thought I would open up this debate by asking each of you 
how you made the decision to start out with Spotify and in your case with Apple Music. Connor, you first. Okay. Well, when Apple Music debuted, I was here for it. Um, (laughs) Spotify, I had never gotten into it. Like, Mm -hmm. I never got the premium. I never really... I had a huge library of music, so I just never even uh, needed to stream anything. And then Apple Music came out, and I since I write the tips, I knew I was going to have to get it for tips. Mm-hmm. So I got it originally to write tips. I see. So you had to get it. Interesting. But <laughs> as it's improved with me, uh-huh. I fell in love. Okay. Oh, okay. How romantic. <laughs> uh, all right, David, what about you? Well, um, I started using Spotify years before Apple Music came out. Right. So I've been a long-time user. Uh, and I actually do think that is one of the core advantages that Spotify has is they have so many years of development experience in this area over Apple that a lot of the a lot they're ahead in a lot of the areas and Apple's playing catch up and they're getting there but uh, I, I started using Spotify a long time ago and they've kind of in my opinion stayed consistently ahead of Apple music as far as features goes okay cool <gasps> so what is your favorite feature of your music service Connor you first my favorite feature of the music service my favorite thing about it I guess my favorite thing about it isn't necessarily unique from Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, like I really love the, I really like Beats One Radio. I really like. Well, that's unique. That is unique. That is very unique. Yeah. Um, I really like just generally being able to either have stuff in the cloud or have stuff on my device. Um, I really love the playlist every week that they give me for new music discovery options which Spotify has their own version of that. Um, what They ha- they do seamless. do that, where each week you get a yes. playlist of suggested it's songs. What, what's, tell us about that. Yeah, it's, it's just generally they look at all of the music I regularly listen to, and then they suggest a playlist of maybe 20 songs with new music that they think I would like. And they're, they're really right. Like, at least 75% of the songs I download. Yeah, because that, like, even if two services have a same feature like that, like radio, you know, Pandora, Spotify, Apple Music, they all have that now. But it's how they do it. Mm -hmm. The details is really what matters. Like, are the suggestions actually working for you? Mm -hmm. So that's not saying nothing that that you like the suggestions that have been given to you. Yeah, and I think a big part of Apple Music also is the ecosystem. Like, yeah, being a part of the ecosystem, whether it's the new HomePod that's coming out mm-hmm. or it's the Apple Watch cellular when the streaming music is is finally working. Um, and also, I had already had a bunch of iTunes music, so it was really easy to just put that music right on my uh, device when I joined Apple Music. So it's mm-hmm. every and I have CarPlay in my car, so everything is just really seamless across all of my Apple devices. No headaches there. Mm-hmm. So okay. I like that. Okay, solid answers, Connor. Uh, now, David, what about you? <laughs> what are your favorite things Uh-oh. slash features about Spotify? What? And I, the second part of the question, which I didn't end up having to ask, was does the competitor have that? But on each point, Connor mm-hmm. pretty much addressed that. Well, I think the two, my two favorite 
things about Spotify. Uh, and, and both of these features, Apple's getting there, but in my opinion, isn't as good. Mm-hmm. The first one is the discoverability. Mm-hmm. So both platforms have an insane amount of music. Uh, so much so that when you log in, you don't really know what to do. You don't know what to listen to. Uh, Spotify has, and has had for a long time, a feature called Discover Weekly, mm-hmm. which is the same feature that Connor's referencing, which basically it analyzes all of your music and it then uh, analyzes people who listen to similar music. And they actually have really insane machine learning that does all this and comes up with 30 recommendations for you each week. Uh, now, Apple has come out with something similar, um, but it consistently isn't hasn't been reviewed as well. And it's partly because... Apple's just pretty far behind in terms of the learning curve of all of this. So Spotify has really great machine learning. They've gotten, they've really mastered this as far as coming up with the recommendations for you each week. They also have a few other playlists that do similar things. They have something called Release Radar, which they take your favorite artists, and then whenever they come out with new songs, they put them in a playlist for you. So each week on Fridays, you can see your favorite artists' new songs. And you don't have to go tell Spotify what your favorite artists are. It just knows from your listening habits. And it'll even pull in new songs from people who are similar. Uh, And in general, they have just a huge variety of playlists, both... uh, Spotify makes a huge number of playlists and users make a huge number of playlists that they share Mm -hmm. and make public. Now, Apple, all of these things are things Apple's catching up on. Apple just came up with something, a competitor to release, Radar, and they now allow playlists to be public. But because Spotify has done it for so long, there is so much music there, which A, you can organically discover by searching for different playlists, seeing what your friends are listening to, and B, you can... um, Spotify can use that information to analyze and give you better recommendations. Yeah, I have to, I will, I concede that Spotify, (laughs) the one thing I think Spotify does much better than Apple Music are playlists. Mm -hmm. I do think that. Although, um, I also feel like Apple Music made a huge improvement with yeah, iOS 11. Yeah, absolutely. Because even the other day, I really wanted like a coffee house playlist. And I just searched coffee house and came up with a playlist that was wonderful. Mm-hmm. So I feel like six months ago, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it, it, six months, Apple, in my opinion, the recent update has made Apple competitive like yeah. it, it may get it so that you can justify using it but it, it i still think spotify is better um no. the next the next feature uh that i think is unique and apple's catching up on is the social so when apple launched apple music they decided to do social differently which was basically they had a feed where you could see what artists were doing they would post to it uh some people like that no I one personally cared. No, no okay one thank you because I, I was trying to give a benefit of the doubt no there one but cared. <laughs> when I want to do social when it comes to music I want to see what my friends are listening right. to and that's yeah. something that Spotify has had for years and Apple Music just launched now the problem of course with Apple Music is it's only Apple and while of course everyone who has an iPhone has better taste still people <laughs> with Android that was very fanboy <laughs> yeah. but Apple Music is available on Android phones so okay. I wonder what the adoption rate is on that. It's probably not very good. Whereas Android is cross-platform. And so because of that, 
Thanks. <laughs> Spotify's cross cross platforms, uh, so it's very easy, and their social features are great. You can see really quickly. Uh, what your friends are listening to, what playlists they're doing, that you can do collaborative playlists. So really great social features, which I love to discover music. So yeah, you still can't do collaborative playlists with Apple Music, can yeah. you? No, I can have friends now, follow what they're listening to. Connor can have friends See what now. They're doing. <laughs> but you can't collaborate yet. I uh, the two points that I think Spotify beats Apple Music on are playlists and social. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. but if those aren't your two main priorities, then there's no uh, clear reason to choose Spotify over Apple Music. And I actually have some oh, points man. <laughs> that will uh, <coughs> prove that. So, so funny story. <laughs> Yesterday, I came into Connor's <laughs> office, and I'm like, I'm doing research. I'm going to beat you. And, like, the truth is I spent, like, five minutes <laughs> researching because <laughs> I know this stuff pretty well, okay? You guys, I'm an expert. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, been, it's been years yeah, that you've been using yeah, Spotify. Yeah, thanks. And then Connor, I guess, <laughs> didn't take the bait in the way I was hoping she would and actually spent a really long time researching. It's a very comprehensive list. I do. Okay. Go ahead, Connor. Let's hear it. <laughs> so, um, actually, Apple Music has 10 million more songs than Spotify. It is true. That's a large Snap. number. Um, to me, the actual biggest drawback of Spotify is that you have a song collection limit of 10,000 songs. And on Apple Music... You can have up to a hundred thousand. Now, what's what's that mean? A song collection <laughs> limit? It means like okay, added so to you your library. Added to your music library. So any song that you add to your music library, you can have ten thousand on Spotify and a hundred thousand on Apple Music. I mean, <laughs> that 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 is a legit. Okay, do I get to like? Sure. Are you into these yeah, points? Yeah. Okay. Number one, Apple does have a few exclusivities. Apple specializes in doing exclusivities, and I do think that matters. They will do things like when when Taylor Swift releases a new oh, album. I hadn't even gotten to this point yeah. yet. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Okay. They will like have the. They will have a period of exclusivity. Oftentimes, um, as a fan, that actually bothers me because I think that it's not good for listeners. It I fragments agree. the audience. But if you're an Apple Music subscriber is advantage but i think the extra 10 million audio tracks i have haven't found almost any music that isn't on spotify that i wish it were like mm-hmm. I, I i don't find spotify's 30 million songs to be limiting to you me mean that's not lacking don't you, no, you need I'm those not other millions <laughs> i'm not i would admit if i was but i'm not and second of all like i said i've been using spotify for i don't know over five ten years and i i would consider myself a very active user i i listen to hours a day i am nowhere near that ten thousand limit oh yeah and uh, so well, i i wouldn't think it would be a major problem i think it would be for me in about two more years because i'm okay. at five thousand right really? now so mm. i think it would be an issue for me in a couple more years um spotify has been asked to push that limit so maybe by the time yeah. it's an issue it'll be pushed but it could be a problem if you're a like diehard music yeah. fan. I want to see what else is on this bullet point <laughs> list. <laughs> okay, so going off of a point that David just made for me, there is a lot of exclusive <laughs> content on Apple Music. Bad that for you the fans. Don't get on sassy Spotify. here. It is bad for the fans, but it's gonna happen. Yeah. So you might as well get on my train. <laughs> um, <laughs> and like another thing is carpool karaoke is only on Apple Music. What is that? <laughs> Okay, carpool karaoke <laughs> is where you have a celebrity with the lovable host James oh, Corden yeah. 
in a car singing their own songs. Oh, this is that seriously amazing. your point? Like, you can get that on YouTube. You're, you're thinking people should, like, go to I'm subscribe saying, to I'm, Apple Music I'm for this. I'm saying that that's just the beginning. Okay. That's the, okay. tip, of the, that's okay. the tip of the exclusive TV content iceberg. Because <laughs> Apple has, there are a lot of rumors that Apple is planning on adding more kind of Netflix-like yeah. things to Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can watch that on Apple Music, but you can't on Spotify, but right. you can on YouTube. Is you that can, what's happening? Yeah. Okay. Not <laughs> all the episodes. There are exclusive <laughs> Okay. 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 <laughs> um, um, if you live in a different country, Apple Music is in way more countries than Spotify. Really? It's actually oh. in 59 more countries than Spotify. So if you're in those 59 countries, I recommend Apple Music. <laughs> can we, okay, if we just cut out the first part, I recommend Apple Music, get that sound bite and yeah, I win. there you go. <laughs> That's so funny. And the, to me, the nail in the coffin uh-huh. is, um, so as far as uh, monthly, student, or family, the price is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> there is a hidden <laughs> annual plan. If you go in, we have a tip on it. If you go into your subscriptions on your iPhone, you can select the Apple Music annual plan for $99 and save $20 a month. $20 a year. $20 a year. Thank $20, you. But that's, that's still, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I've actually yeah. read that Spotify has that too, but I went looking. Like, I read it and I actually went and tried to get it yesterday and ha- couldn't had a hard time finding it. So oh, you might yeah, be right on that. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty compelling. That's not nothing. So from what I'm hearing so far from you guys, I'm hearing ecosystem yeah. and then all those things you just said, which, you know, bigger library, more exclusive content. Mm-hmm. And on the Spotify side, we're seeing better playlists, better discoverability. Mm -hmm. Anything else that I'm missing? What what I would say is I I actually think for the most part, Connor and I are in agreement. And it really just depends on where your priorities are. Definitely. Uh, Because, I mean, just to get a little bit sappy for a moment, Spotify really is like changed my life because <laughs> i need to start playing some background music yeah. right now like <laughs> yeah the, the world's smallest violin <laughs> um i love music i love discovering new music and i've discovered so many new bands so much new music in genres that i like because of spotify discoverability features yeah. i love making playlists i have like hours and hours of playlists that i'll play for myself really throughout the day ones. like i have to admit thank David you has thank really you good yeah. i honestly the yeah. saddest part of this debate is that connor and i have very similar taste in music and we can't listen to each other's playlists. It is really sad actually. <laughs> um, so if discoverability is what you care about, then Spotify, in my opinion, and I think Connor's actually agreeing with me, is better. Discover Weekly's great. Yeah. The many playlists that Spotify has are great. The social discoverability features are better. But the by far the huge limitation is because Apple makes Apple Music, they have integrations that Spotify just doesn't have. Right. And I think if you're someone who just wants to listen to your same albums and they're uh, basically have the same... Well, you can discover... I've discovered a lot of new music. I think it's just not as readily available. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spotify puts that front and center where Apple Music is like, you can find it. And Apple Music's new to that and they'll get better mm-hmm. and they're, they'll be okay at it. But if your priority is discovering it, yeah. then go to Spotify. If your priority mm-hmm. is integrations, then go to Apple Music. Yeah. And so where I have to weigh in on this, mm-hmm. usually with these debates, I make a final vote. But mm-hmm. I, I'm in sort of an interesting scenario here because I've been using Spotify for the past year. 
But actually, just last week, I switched to Apple Music. Ooh, and it's really interesting because it perfectly plays plot into Plot twist. <laughs> Spotify, I would absolutely keep and I think is the winner in many ways, except for the re- only reason I switched is because of the ecosystem. And that is because uh, the Apple Watch Series 3 cellular does not have a Spotify app. Right. My husband just, whoop, my, if you heard something, I just got too excited and hit the mic um uh, the we're passionate um, about this (laughs) spotify does not have an apple watch app yet Mm -hmm. so we decided in order to get that streaming apple music 40 million songs to your wrist it was worth switching to apple music getting on a family plan for 15 dollars a month and having apple music but if it weren't for that, I would have absolutely stuck with Spotify. So I think this is one of those ones we should put it to our listeners and mm-hmm. have them let us know from this debate. What do you think, Spotify or Apple Music? I actually want to make one or two points in Connor's favor because <laughs> I feel like we haven't explained exactly why that ecosystem integration is so mm-hmm. important. Uh, and the, the areas that I really miss the integration are, uh, number one, we just said it, Apple Watch. Yeah. Number two, Siri. Like Siri integration is huge. Being able to ask Siri to play a song, to change a song, yeah, uh, is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that, and I do and, miss it. Yeah, and you're getting the HomePod, aren't you? I so am, and I'm nervous about it. I am, yeah, with the HomePod yeah. in particular, it is a big deal. Um, yeah. So there, there are definitely the integration does matter, I and might it does bring suck. Bring you to my side, yeah. yeah. No, I'm staying put. <laughs> if you are listening to this podcast and you are swayed in either direction, uh, Don has a great tip for you in terms of how you can migrate everything. Yeah, use SongShift. It's a free app. It lets you only for free. It lets you um, migrate 50 songs at a time. So for me, I just had a few playlists, so I just did my playlists one at a time. But you also can pay a little bit if you have a huge library and just want to do it all at once. But it lets you do it either way. Like, and there are several other music services it supports also. So check out SongShift. We'll include a link in our blog post. And, the, and that, they made it super easy. That's awesome because, like I said, because I've been using Spotify for so long, I have so many lists. I've, deve- I've invested so much in kind of curating my library. Totally. And so I actually thought there was no way I could possibly switch. And now it turns out there is a way. I'm still very committed yeah. to my side. Yeah. Love Spotify. <laughs> I want to reiterate that. But if you are really convinced by my argument and you're on Apple Music, come to the dark side. (laughs) Come to me! (laughs) Email podcast at iphonelife.com to let us know if you've been swayed. Either way, you know, give Connor and David props where props are due. (laughs) We'd love to Um, hear from you, especially if you agree with me. Yeah. (laughs) No! (laughs) Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.